Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 33 of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis. And I'm Clinton Cathcart. And thank you for joining us again as we continue on this journey described through our, by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode will begin on Saturday, December 30th. And I am going to read the first letter on this episode. It says, Saturday, 30 December Spent a real quiet afternoon. In fact, I slept almost three hours. Just felt like it and decided not to try to solve all the problems myself on Saturday afternoon. Had a letter from you this morning written on the 26th and had three of the pictures in it. Dink does look fine. Can't get over how he has slimmed down. It certainly, he certainly looks trim. I'm glad he was or is pleased with the watch. I thought he would be. The other character, of course, is Obviously, just exactly that. Each of the pictures caught a completely different mood. Please keep them coming. Would like some of you and more of Dink, too. It's funny how she's always been aware somehow that the quote-unquote dinner birds were really live birds, or live anyway. Sounds as though Dink did pretty well financially. I wouldn't worry about the $10. Sounds to me as if he did pretty well for Christmas. I sometimes think we both panic a little and worry that we've given him enough when really, if anything, we've probably always gone a little the other way. Hasn't seemed to hurt him, though. I sure hate to play AO tomorrow. Not just because it's New Year's Eve, but it's the principle of the thing. It's staying pretty cold, about 10 degrees each morning, and doesn't get over 30 during the day. Quite a contrast between here and there. Stars and Stripes carries a temperature listing of the major cities, and I always check Phoenix. We'll be glad when Tuesday comes. There are at least eight or ten days that have really seemed to drag. Or these last eight or ten days have really seemed to drag. I knew they would, and I'm happy to see them go. And we'll keep on on them about the phone call tomorrow and Monday. Can't promise anything, though. The lucky ones have been rather few. Miss you very much, all of you. I love you. C. So he got some more pictures. I know he's happy about that. Right. And uh, more about me and uh, complaining about the the chickens. <laughs> okay, it's I, I, yeah. I'm imagining the character he's talking about is me in the pictures. Oh yes, I sure can relate to him fretting over Christmas presents for your teenager. And I'm just I remember just doing the same thing about Chelsea. <laughs> it's like you no, know, did did I did I do enough? And you know, is it the right thing? Yeah. And you know, it, that's a parent's dilemma all the time. Oh yeah, and he's still trying to make that darn phone call. Yes. Golly. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, of course, uh, New Year's Eve is coming up, and that was his fallback position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we'll just, uh, that's a to-be-continued part of the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. you have anything to add about this, uh, from this letter? I think that's got it. Okay. Yeah, it was a, it was a short one and uh, nice and newsy. Would you please go on and read the second one? Yeah. Um, okay, so. Sunday, December 20th, or 31st. Whoops, I called up the wrong one. Sorry. That's all right. 
Um, Sunday, 31 December. Hi, honey. It's been a very quiet day. In fact, I've spent most of it here in my room reading and listening to music. Only got called out three times. Had dinner at the club, and I think things are going to be a little rowdy down there before the night is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 31st December. <laughs> no mail today from you, I mean. Got a letter from Herb and Dot, written by Dot, of course. She sure does ramble on half the people she talks about I never heard of. <laughs> Said she's working and was expecting you to come by their place this summer on the way to Montana. Might be a nice trip that way. Had meant to write to them, too. But like so many others, I just had gotten, hadn't gotten around to it. Sure hope the movies you took came out um, good. I'm about to wear the other roles out. I still enjoy seeing them, and I'm glad I bought the projector. Heard today that the IG is here trying to get me shifted into his office as an operations inspector. Don't think he'll be able to do it, and I don't really care. All I'm really interested in is getting the tour over with. One thing, it couldn't be any worse than the job I have got now. What will probably happen is I'll end up doing some work for them, too, on top of the rest of this nonsense. Oh, great. They're all going to be a little surprised, though, as I'm going to, on an eight-hour day work schedule, unless specifically told differently. <laughs> Guess that's enough moaning for one night. Guess I'll run the movies again and get me out of the mood I'm slipping into. A martini would help, but better not. <laughs> I miss you, honey. I love you, C. Yeah, you better not do a martini if he's the AO, probably not on New Year's Eve. Right. It yeah. sounds like, uh, at least of the writing of this letter, as of the writing of this letter, it's been a pretty quiet night as the AO. That's lucky. Yes. But he's yeah. expecting things to heat up a little bit later on. Oh, yeah, because uh, celebrations galore, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lonely, lonely flyboys and uh, soldiers trying to <laughs> trying to celebrate New Year's Eve somehow. Yeah. So, so uh, do you know who Herb and Dot were? I do. Herb okay. and Dot Blaisdell. Oh, um, right. Okay. He, uh, Herb, you know, they, they go way back to um, the Second World War even. Um, and um, they're, you know, they're really neat people. Never, I don't think they had any children, They, but they, I do believe they adopted. Um, anyway, I did go out to visit them. I'm trying to remember in the 70s. They lived in Long Beach, California. Um and um, I don't know where they were stationed at this point. Um, but Herb was the one that I don't remember. There was a plane or something that caught on fire. He got burned pretty badly, but was oh. able to recover from it and stay on duty. And and um, um, he retired. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I remember them now. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. Anything else for the good of that letter? I think that's got it. Okay, well, I'm going to go on and read um, the next letter, which is the first letter of the new year, Monday, 1 January. Hi, honey. Well, here it is, and no phone call. I think only two have gone through all day. I'm still going to call as soon as I can, though, and hope Dink will be home, too. I've got sort of a real urge to talk with you now and won't be satisfied until I do. No mail again today, but not too surprised, as we had a real snowstorm last night. Started after midnight and layered about three inches on the level. Naturally, it would be when I'm AO, 
had to get out about 0230 and see that they started doing something about the runway and the taxiways. You can imagine the problems I ran into at that time on New Year's morning. Things were still going hot and heavy. It made me just as satisfied to be AO rather than amongst the troops. I went to General H's for the reception at noon. There sure were a lot of sad-looking troops around. It made me feel better than I did to realize or rather understand how some of them must have felt. The only thing I really missed was being able to sleep in, but had plenty anyway. I went to the movie for a change this afternoon. Jerry Lewis in The Ladies' Man. Slapstick, of course, but amusing, as that clown usually is. I guess I'll lose my music and TV in a day or so. Hess should be back tomorrow or Wednesday for sure. I'll miss it, but can't wait for this other deal. It almost sounds too good, but if true, it certainly is waiting for. Again, I'm glad the holidays are gone. At least I can look forward to the next holiday season and say I'll be home this year. Miss you all very much. I love you. See. So uh, he still isn't able to make that phone call home. <laughs> no. Gosh, that's just uh, yeah, that's just a recurring uh, um, a story throughout these letters, this last few anyway. And it's funny that he'd rather be AO than uh, partying with the troops on New Year's Eve, but I think I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense, even though he had to get out on the runway at uh, 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And they had to find somebody to clear that stuff on when everybody is celebrating, too. That must have been... Uh, that must have been no picnic at all. <laughs> oh no, no, no. But of course, you know, I'm. I, it's just I'm. I'm sure it was just a matter of making sure people were getting on it and, and getting the job done. Um, it wasn't like it would be the first time it ever snowed there, or they ever had to do that. Yeah, right. No, I'm sure. <laughs> That's why he was out there. Yeah. Um, and he mentions all the sad-looking troops at the general's reception, and you know, feels uh feels what they're going through. We can understand that. For sure. Oh, yeah. But uh, at least he doesn't feel so alone in that, <laughs> I guess. No, no. he realizes reads, he's got company. Yeah, the one reason you might feel better about that. Okay, would you uh, please read the last letter of the episode? Okay. And this letter is dated Tuesday, 2nd of January. Hi, honey. Had a letter from having pen trouble you today. <laughs> Sorry to hear our Dolly is sick. Hope she has waited through it by now. I know the little ones have to have their share, but the way you describe this sort of thing as a tax, I mean, sounds like sort of a frequent occurrence. By the way, so you spell uh, attack with a K, you're spelling attacks, A-T-T-A-C-T-S, and coming with just one M, you're spelling C-O-M-M-I-N-G. Just being smart, I'm sure you were upset. I'll be looking forward to your next letter. I'm sure she is fine now, but I will be happier when you tell me so. I wish I hadn't written about the heat being off, honey. Try to understand that I don't want you to spend money sending things over. If you haven't bought the electric blanket you talked about, please don't. I can get one of the BX and Soul, and I could have, could have if I really figured I needed it. It's my fault because I didn't tell you the whole story. You see, the electricity is off as often as the heat is. We do lose, lose the we do lose the heat without losing electricity. But if we do have a generator breakdown, we lose both. I have been worried about the tires on the car, too. I'm glad you noticed it when you did. Those recaps weren't really worth the money in the long run. I know the trailer had something to do with the problem, but still, oh, sure. on the front wheels, they should have held up better. You did the right thing, and I'll worry less about it now. 
This is part of what I mean about the electric blanket routine too. Plus the fact that no, that to airmail it will cost an awful lot. Sure hope you thought about it a little before you did anything. You know or ought to remember that I'm not one of the kids, though I'm sure I seem like it most of the time. If I had felt that an electric blanket was a necessity, I'd have gotten one. Or, or if I couldn't afford it, I might have asked for a loan of two twos till Tuesday, <laughs> maybe, and probably I've painted too grim a picture of life here. Certain discomforts, etc., are to be expected. Honey, really, everyone, including the ch chiefs, have to put up with them. You put up any extra money, you put any extra money, which I realize will be darn little, in the collection plate at church, and pray that uh, we won't start. They won't start anything that will keep me here longer. <laughs> Had a New Year's card from Alex Butterfield. He said Charlotte had sent a card to you, too. He has seen Grady and Colonel Simmer. Obviously, Simmer hadn't heard yet at the time Alex saw him that I'm not staying in this part of the world. I'm sure I'll hear about it. I'm really looking forward to getting the pictures. Miss you. Love you. See. Okay, boy. I can just, I, I could just see Mom being just absolutely thrilled about him correcting her spelling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She was always such a stickler about that kind of thing. And I just, yeah, I, you know, I can just see her reaction. <laughs> she oh, is, yeah. That's a little bit snarky of him to do that, but oh, well. And I, uh, I can understand why she wants him to have an electric blanket, but uh, it uh, won't do any good without electricity, though. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Gotta have that electricity to run it. Yeah, well, he sure doesn't want her to spend the money. And I, I love the comment about uh, putting any extra money in the collection plate at church. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like we were talking about earlier, um, I don't. Um, so the, elect the heat is electric, but apparently the heat has been going out because the whatever furnace they have has been having problems because the electricity didn't go off. Obviously, his, his um, heating pad still worked, but the furnace did. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, and they're talking about the car tires. I guess the trailer puts a lot of wear and tear on the tires that they, they pulled to Montana. It did, yeah. yeah. And remember, in the earlier letters we saw, it was up for sale. They tried it one time and discovered that that wasn't where they wanted to be. So, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they just um, uh, moved on from the trailer, but they had, of course... They had gotten these um, uh, uh, recaps, and yeah. they didn't last as long as they sh could have, should have, or um, they wanted them to. So, Okay, and it sounds like uh, Colonel Simler is disappointed that Dad has decided to go back to the States after the tour. I, but I can't yes. imagine why he would think otherwise. <laughs> right. But uh, that uh, sounds like uh, that came as a surprise to him and not a pleasant one. Well, I, I think he was looking for some help from Dad. Um, I'm sure, you know, yeah. And, and um, the thing is, Dad had decided, look, you know, I, I really don't want to stay any, over here any longer than I have to, so. Yeah, yeah. You can't, uh, can't blame him for that. Anything else yeah. for the good of this episode? No. All righty, then. I, I'm going to sign off for us today. Thank you for listening today. And please join us next time when we hear about the Christmas pictures from our mother. And if you have any comments or feedback you'd like to share, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy or email us at letters from a lonely flyboy at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. For now, I am Kelly Dennis. 
And I'm Clinton Cathcart. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy.